Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas, and sitting with me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the greatest podcast on the known universe. It's your boy, Alan, and it's so good to be here in your ears and your car stereos, on your Google Chromes, wherever you're listening. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm actually quite happy that you called it the greatest podcast because for about seven years you've been calling it a shit podcast. When you would run it down, you would say it was terrible. Yes. But now I think you've realised that it's up, it's up there. It's one of the best, I would say. Uh, it, it's something that we're doing quite well. Yes, I'm, uh, I might even exchange, like, change over just a little bit how I feel about this show. Yes, it is a lot of fun. I guess we've been... How, how many seasons are we doing? So this is uh, technically season seven. We started yeah. season seven in November of last year. Yeah, normally some great shows go to about like a near season five, season six. But you know we're still here going strong, just you know because no one's told us anything different. It's like you, you can stop now if you'd like. No, we're going for another. We're like Lost. I don't know if uh, you ever got into the TV series Lost back in the day, where basically everyone was in a plane accident going into a plane exit in the middle of an island and then each and each episode you found that there was more and more interesting stuff about this island and then I finally got off the island in one of the episodes and one of the last new seasons and then they were like they went back to like everyday life they went to pack to our time and they hated it and they couldn't stand it so they had to go back to the island something was drawing them back to the island and then basically we were just found out towards the end massive spoilers okay this show has been around for a very long time so if you're going to start cracking the shits at me on twitter going you just spoiled um lost from me how dare you stop listening now and come back at a later time when you've finished all your lost episodes you find out that the whole time that it was purgatory that everyone on the island that everyone was on the plane died everyone got wiped out and we're pretty much living 
through the lives of the main characters we saw in each episode of what they were doing. Some of them, most of them had a very dark story behind them, all, all the characters. Some had good stories, some had dark stories. But it was basically just showing this is what purgatory is. You know, between life and death, this is right in the middle. Where, where, What happens next? So we got to see this sort of... And it was in the last couple of... The last episode is quite heart-tugging. You, I'm even watching it and maybe shedding your tear. Like, wow, this is really sad. But, yeah. We're season seven, guys. Go us. Well, I was going to say, I think you actually collected the entire box set of Lost because when I was at the parents' house a few weeks ago, I think I found a couple of your original DVD sets. Yes. Um, well, my wife watched it. She kind mm-hmm. of fell out of the show, and then she said she hated the ending. Uh, yeah. But I remember it. I wasn't a big fan of it. I am a fan of a book called And Then There Were None, which was an Agatha Christie book, similar to the idea of, you know, eight people get put together and then one by one they get eliminated kind of thing. And it's like this idea of they're all there for a reason anyway, mm-hmm. and they've all done something wrong and they're all connected. So kind of like that concept. But in terms of seasons, I would probably say season five was probably one of our tougher ones because that was our COVID season. That was the first time we ever went full-time online. And I think every episode I was like learning new ways to edit. I think I've got it down pat now. I think I've had it down pat since about July of last year, following the same format that I do. But those that that 2020 year was definitely a harder year. Uh, that was also when we touched on guys our last episode, the yes. TBK Vault that just came out. For those of you who've been checking at our show for all these years, that episode was the last time that we actually recorded in person, which That's was right. actually January of 2020 that's crazy man yeah Yeah. i mean yes tom and i have caught up after you know during that you know kids birthdays family gathering all that jazz but when it comes to the podcast basically he's in his office i'm in my office and this is how we're doing our thing now so Mm. and we have talked about possibly getting back together and doing one of those old recordings together with our SingStar microphones that we used to use. Um, but definitely, you know, guys, if you do support our show, thank you. Uh, that's probably yes. the biggest thing. I'm very, very grateful to not only the people that support us on sending through their promos, people that we interact on Instagram, but we're in so many good positive wrestling chat groups on Twitter. Uh, we get positive feedback from people that check out the show. Also, sponsors are letting us know that we're getting people using our codes to actually access discounts on things such as rogue energy and player one coffee and things like that which is great uh in regards to the show you can download all episodes on apple itunes podbean Castbox, castro spotify and wherever you get podcasts you can also check us out on youtube at the broadcast podcast instagram the broadcast podcast and finally and the best way is actually on twitter the broadcast t-h-e-b-r-o k-a-s-t and we're back for the uh third episode of this month we gave you guys our first episode of this year where we went back and we watched the original monday night raw from 1993 uh any comments on that one al that was a whopper uh i'm sort of glad we went we were your personal commentary for that episode particularly because um what was the name of the gentleman that was doing the commentary with vince and uh Oh, I think uh, it was uh, either it was either Ron Bartlett or Rob Bartlett. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. and a lot of it, it, uh, bad taste in mm. humour. Um, uh, I would say racism a little bit there was just borderline there too. 
Um, and it was just, and again, it just showed back in the nineties that this was the type of humor that was sort of allowed. And then we mm. were allowed to laugh at it. Well, we were, yeah, we laughed at, and, and again, it just shows in time and how things have changed in the world. It, you look at that, something like that, and you sort of hold your nose up to it and think, Oh, that's a bad odor. That's a, that, that's kind of stinks. Yeah. So, but, um, I believe it was a fun episode for both of us, just so we can go back and watch um, that particular Raw, because a lot of big things happened there. Mm. Um, and just we just got constantly uh, lots of... Uh, yeah, you could have just thrown the belt on uh, Doink, because he was on that show more than anybody in that... Um, especially during that Steiner, um, Steiner Bros match. Mm. He's in the back there just hucking it up and, like, giving... They're giving him, like... He's on the hard cam. And we're like, let's focus on the Steiner Bros, like mm. beating the shit out of these two ninja dudes. And it was just like, but still, good show. Yeah, I was going to say, we had Crush and Doink close out that Monday Night Raw with Heenan. So we had, I'm like, is this the Doink show? What's going on here? Where's our world champion? Where's the World Wrestling Federation champion? And I think at that time it was Bret Hart. So Bret Hart was your champion, and he wasn't even on the first Raw. So there you go. So that took place on January 11th, 1993. And this episode is actually going out tomorrow for us, which would be Sunday, the 22nd of January. And that would mean on Tuesday for us, Monday for America, Raw is having Raw Triple X. Are you going to be watching Raw Triple XL? Sounds sexual. Sounds very sexual, Peter. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check it out. I'm actually having the day off. I'm actually having this entire week coming up off. Mm. I have worked myself like during the Christmas break quite a lot. And so I've said to myself, and I've said, self, sound like Jeff Jarrett hit right here. I said to myself, self, uh, it's time for a week. I need to give myself a week off. It's sort of recharge the batteries. Uh, it's also a big week for my, my family right here too. My son is having a birthday. So go son, mm. go, go you good thing. Um, but yeah, I'm just spending more time with the family, chill out at home. If we watch the Triple X uh, Raw, sounds really, really sexual when you say it out loud like that. <laughs> triple X Raw or Raw Gone, Raw Triple X. It's like, yeah, all right, it's pretty much you go on a website and like, okay, they're, they're raw dogging. Okay, they're, they're, they're not using rubbers. Okay, yeah, just be safe. Don't okay, you've made a mess. See, it just <laughs> and the bellas are not coming anymore. Okay, I just saw that the bellas are not involved anymore or something like some shit like that. I don't know. Um, well, I think they confirmed Hulk Hogan today, so when he's not on buses jerking off, yeah, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the Undertaker. I think there was talks of the rock being there, which I don't see happening, but no, oh, you probably yeah. do what he did for um, what was it Impact when he did Shamrocks. Went into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, like, pre-tape, like, like a pre-tape yeah, package. This yeah. is the Rock, and I'd just like to say to you, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, 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 <laughs> I haven't watched Raw in well, years. So I just read it when it happens, or I just go on Twitter and watch it as it's happening live. So it should be an interesting show. I uh, might, but, um, what's that? I might check it out. I might. I'll see if someone's um, putting it up on Twitch, and I might just chill the f out and kick my feet up and actually see if I can watch Raw, see what's going on. Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get into <laughs> the... Oh, I'm cutting all this anyway, so we're... <laughs> this Why, won't be no, you know. no, no. I don't like, I don't like too many pauses. Uh, yes. 
I won't cut it. <laughs> good, don't. This is good shit. People are like, oh, fuck, what's happened here? Oh. This is the is problem, this... guys. If we but... ever went live on YouTube, we couldn't make mistakes then. Because... Yes, we could. Yes, we could. <laughs> yes, we could. We could be on YouTube all the time. It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Maybe season eight. We'll see how we go. Hell yeah. Forget the podcast. We go straight to video. See this right. on your face. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Want to see a pip? I would be really disappointed, though, if that got more downloads <laughs> than, than this show. It'll be like, people just want to see us randomly stare at a camera and talk rambling, and that's getting 50,000 downloads. Hell yeah. No. Nah. All right, guys, before we kick into what I would say is the greatest segment in podcasting history, we want to give a shout-out to Two Great Wrestling Podcasts. Check these guys out. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, everybody? I am the patron state of podcasting, the warden, Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. Me and my co-host, Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leads Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is adam a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on Twitter only. There you will get Linktree slash Smack and Raw. That'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. You guys can also check out Linktree slash Creation World, and that will get you the YouTube, the merchandise, and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. If you want to get everything in one shot, go to creationworld.com. There you'll find Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow if you're a fan of DC uh CW superhero stuff. If you want to check out the Smack and Raw podcast, if you want to check out our other show, Return to Wrestling, where me and my co-host Travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old WCW Nitros and pay-per-views and I have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly. If that sounds like something that you think is fun, come check that out as well. We also have a YouTube-only show hosted by Vince called Spitter Swallow that you can find on our YouTube. We've got so much content for you. Dungeons After Dark as well. That episode two is coming. It is our most viewed episode on Pornhub. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, I can't wait to have you guys come follow us, listen to us, and interact with all of you. Like I said, take your pants off, pull up, get comfortable, and let's have a good time. All right, guys, we are back, and it's time for the greatest segment in podcasting history, the wonderful world we live in. All right, Alan, who would like to go first? 
If you don't mind, I would like to go first. If you don't, don't mind, please. I think that's good. I'm just pulling up my story too, so I'm happy for All you right. to go first. All right, here we go. Actually, guys, this is just down here in Australia, this story right here. Just up north, up in uh, of the place called Queensland. And this is called Australian Park Rangers find nearly six-pound Tozilla. Yep. Now, if you don't really know your your lore about Australia, um, if you're cane, this is a story about the cane toads. Cane toads are very large, beastie boy frogs. Well, and frogs are cute. These motherfuckers, excuse my friends, are pieces of shit. Uh, they were actually brought over here uh, many, many, many years ago to help with the cleansing of uh, most fauna of life. But then actually they found out that actually these little bastards are actually eating machines and will destroy. And they will eat native animals. They will eat native crops. You name it. They will just, they cannot help yourself. And there was even at one time that I believe in Australia in the 90s, that you're, if you had a cane toad in your front yard or backyard, you had every uh, option to kill it in any way, shape, or form. And I remember watching a movie one time is that uh, I remember a gentleman picking up a golf club and hitting the cane toad and watching it fly over the fence. So here we go. <clears throat> Rangers at the National Park of Queensland, Australia, have found a massive 5.9 cane toad that is said to be the largest ever on record. Queensland's development of environmental and science said in this post of their website that the Conway National Park Rangers stopped vehicles for snakes crossing the road at the Bel Air Beach and swallowed the monster cane toad nearby. I reached, I'm going to do my best Queensland accent. I reached down and I grabbed the cane toad and I couldn't believe how big and heavy it was, said Carly Grace. Uh, Carly Grace said. The ranger nicknamed the discovery Toadzilla and removed it from the park due to the danger it could pose on the environment. A cane toad that side will eat anything that can fit in its mouth and that includes ins insects, reptiles and small mammals gray said she said oh god i thought this was a man i've actually i'm sorry if i've if i put you i've given you a male voice i'm sorry she said that the toad believes that to be female weighs in about 5.9 and it could be a new record for the species i'm not sure how old she is but the cane codes can live up to 15 years in the wild so this one has been around for a long time we are pleased to have we we're pleased to have removed her from the national park. Grace said. She said that the Queen's Mary Museum has shown interest in taking Tozilla for further study. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's my wonderful where we live in in our very backyard, just up the road. Australian. Park Rangers finds nearly six-pound Toadzilla. Thomas. Well, that's the thing. You and I don't actually talk about our stories prior. Like, we might give each other a word, but this time we've both been so busy we didn't have a chance to do that. Yes. I saw that story oh, cool. the other day of them actually holding it up. Yeah, it's, it's a big bugger. It's like it, it's, but it's got a massive shell, almost like it's got a shell around it. Like, it's a big, massive, almost like... 
She's a bigger than a dog. Yeah, bigger than a dog, like a turtle. Yeah, yeah. And I think talking about cane toads, wasn't there that thing in the Simpson episode when they came here to uh, Australia? Remember the whole cane toad thing, and the cane toads end up what going across oh, with them it's or actually, something like that. It's actually that's part of the episode where um, Brad brings his frog over, ah, and they don't yeah, really the frog, tell where yeah. it is yet. And it's pretty much they start eating the crops and they start going across, and then it ends with you know the koala getting on the helicopter mm. and then going to um, America. I don't know really what a koala would do to America. No, um, it wouldn't do that much, but it's again, it's Matt Groening making mm. light of Australia, and, and also it is a great episode that one. Um, well, funny thing about that, I've had so many DMs with people since we've done this podcast. When we mm. talk about Australia, they'll say we've learnt about Australia from what we see in movies and TV shows. Everyone thinks we drink Foster's beer. Do you oh. know that because of that, Foster's beer is that even still a thing? Yeah, it's still is a it? thing. You can still get it at the go. bottle though. Yeah. Um, but, um, I tried Foster's once and it was like, what am I drinking here? It's yeah. very bitter. It's not nice. Um, again, I'm not, I used to be quite a big beer drinker, but I'm not that anymore. I'm more of yeah. a, I'm actually, I'm sophisticated myself up there with the, uh, a fine whiskey or the occasional red wine, uh, there, Jeffrey. Oh, oh. So yeah, I've become a pompous asshole. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have what Foster's, we have what Melbourne Bitter, and then oh. we have VB. Like they're our, which is Victorian bitter guys, and they're our like Aussie beers. Yeah. And I think I had a Foster's once or twice, and I remember it was like, I don't know, it was when I tipped, it was just all head, just all froth, and I'm like, there's no flavor in this. And I think you know you're talking about having red wine. I drink white wine now. Now mm-hmm. I don't have any any wine with me because I finished it all. I had it all over Christmas. Like I find myself having whiskey, bourbon, or wine. Beer, yep. eh, maybe a Corona here and there, but yes, That's the people really have DM'd us about Fosters. Do you guys drink Fosters? I'm like, no, we, we don't have that. I don't have that. I'm not it's drinking that Fosters ch- beer. It's one of the cheapest beers you can also get at a bottle as well, too. Yeah. No one wants the shit. No one has. <laughs> and I think the only person that really do, who do drink it, are old, old Australian men. Mm. And I'm talking guys who get up at like four in the morning and they work on their farm or, or their, you know, their land they're working on and they just go off straight after they've been working. They've got calluses on their hands. You know, they've been working day dot, you know, you name it what they've been doing. And, um, and as soon as they're done working, they're going, oh, I'm going to get a bloody bastard beer, you bloody bastard. Get out of way fucking talking to me, young person. Fuck yeah. And then that's what they'll do. Yeah. And the, and they're always long neck beers when they're having fosses, aren't they? They're not single bottles, guys. They're always a friggin' long neck, it's and they're always getting they're always getting thrown it, and they catch it, and the ice kind of goes off the bottle when they catch it too. That's the old beer ads. We don't yeah. have those. I mean, it, it's very interesting in time how um where well, I remember a lot of ads like that, <clears throat> adverts of Australia was like where the drinking capital of the of the world, so everyone gets a bloody beer ad, and I remember like. Watching the cricket, watching the footy, um, Aussie rules football, and just looking at this thing, and they're just throwing adverts at us. Drink beer, drink beer. If you don't drink beer, you, you're a pussy. Do it now. Do it, you bastard. And you're like, okay, I'm six. I'll drink a beer. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be a bastard. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, just shows how much of a had, times have changed. Just as I said before, how the universe of the '90s then have changed to now. 
where people are not really drinking beer anymore. They're really having sort of the craft beers or mm. the non-alcoholic beers. Yeah. But I was going to yeah. say, even like we have how the world runs with alcohol, sometimes water costs more. Like you yeah. go to a football game, you want a bottle of water, nine bucks. You want a beer, three bucks. Like you're better off buying three beers for $9 than to sit there with a $9 bottle of water. One thing I got told when I went to China, which was eight years ago, um, my tour guide out there, she said to us, you're better off the the beer that we have here, and they serve their beer, beers in long necks. So that she said to me, you're better off drinking beer here than the water. So the water will kill you, the beer will not. And they have their beer, and you drink their beers. I remember like one night we went out for a big Szechuan massive mm. dinner, and I was sinking beer like no tomorrow, and I didn't get any buzz until I stood up, and this is about seven long necks in, and I was like, well, that was a mistake. Fuck, what did I get up for? <laughs> Can I get some more octopus, please? Thank you. <laughs> Made me feel better. <clears throat> yeah. No, nice. All right, my story? Yes, let's go. Now, funny note, as I just said, guys, we don't talk about this. My one is also Australia. Hey, yeah, So bastard. my one is from uh, the Daily Star. It actually happened three days ago. Let's start off with the headline. Snake catcher threw killer serpent back into man's kitchen after he didn't pay him. Colin Schumach is a top snake catcher and was called to a bloke's house after a deadly snake was found, but things quickly went wrong after the payment was withheld. YouTuber Colin Schmack, who catches snakes for a living, was called to someone's house after a red-bellied black snake was found. Measuring in at six feet in length, it was found behind the fridge, which is the most commonly found venomous snake here in Australia. And despite the homeowner calling the guy out to catch it, when it was time to pay, he simply refused. Daily Mail Australia reports. Recalling the bizarre incident, he said, This isn't a free service because in the background I have insurance fees and all that stuff to look after. So I just tell them the rate and we agree on it and then I come out. Usually I don't get the snake. Usually if I don't get the snake, I spend a bit more time with the people to tell them about it and try and identify the snake. I got there and this fellow was panicking, which is pretty standard. It was in his kitchen behind his fridge, so I had to pull the fridge out. So this thing's trying to kill me the entire time. I get it in the bag and the dude started saying, oh, this should be free and subsidized by the government. The council should have to pay for this. I didn't like it. It was on the end of the day and I was pretty damn tired. I said, if you're not going to pay me, I'm just going to go and get it and put it back in here. So the newly caught snake was once again freed and let out into the bloke's kitchen. The man who refused to pay ended up paying, but jumped onto his kitchen table and threatened to call the police. However, Mr. Schumacher commented that the police would probably come in and just simply watch me catch the snake. He added, he had the money, he was just being a freaking dick about it. It's not like it's 500 bucks. it's $150, which is £85, and I'm the one seeking or risking my life and my sense of smell going forward. The man eventually paid him, and the snake was once again caught. Comment, Bloody hell. 
Jeez, that's scary. Um, yeah, it's just the different and change of weather lately down here, especially in Melbourne. Uh, for us right here is um, we've had. I've been watching the news reports and in the papers that there is a lot, quite a lot of snake uh, sightings, and that um, it's the cool weather. Sorry, no, it's the it's the warm, warm weather that brings them out, and they try to find the coolest places to be. And then all of a sudden, next minute, you know, just bloody, we're getting st- like lightning storms and storms coming in for a bit, and it pretty much just pushes them out of where they were. And next minute, they slide into your house, they go into you behind your fridge, and then you're like, bloody. Hey, um, yeah, the bloke saying it's like, oh, this should be free, and you know, the, the council should be paying for this. Mate, you got a bloody venomous snake in your fucking mm. fridge do something, you know, you don't need to do anything. Get pest control to come in and definitely help you out, and they'll help you with that for F's sake. But don't be a dick about it, you know? Just because you've got a bloody snake in your house does not mean you have to be a dick to the guy who's trying to get it out. You know, mm. yes, people have a common fear of it. Um, I, I just... I, I don't mind snakes. I like them. Um, I don't want to be... I mean, a boa constrictor, that's fine. Uh, if you get one of these little brown snakes, uh, red belly brown snakes, all those other little bastards out there, they can do some serious damage to you. And again, they always say, well, what does the, um, one way or another, one time in your life, or even right now, especially if you're living in Australia, you're not too far from a snake. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my wife had them growing up. She said her, yep. when she used to live in her old town, their toilet was outside. Like mm-hmm. one of those outhouses. And she said, you would go out there and you would literally be walking through them to get to the yep. toilet. Yep. And then you would get to the toilet and they'll be in the actual bowl. Yep. Like you'll go to sit down and all you'll see is his head come out of the bowl. And she's like, oh, it's stuff this. I don't know what I'm doing. But we no. get them a lot, even out here where I am, because it yep. gets very hot and then gets very wet. Our swimming pool, I told you this story. We had it yep. closed for about, you know, a couple of months and we had turtles in there. We found three little turtles, a family of turtles. So Ninja I end up turtles. carrying them and spe- what put some serum on there. Your Donatello, your Leonardo. Put a little little bandanas on there. Stop! No, hold, <laughs> fucker, hold the bow. Don't bite me. Are oh, you bastard? <laughs> Just hold yeah. it. Hold the katana. Don't. Oh, you've cut your head off. Shit. Is there any okay. more in there? Damn it. Okay. Now we what found three of them. I end up taking them down to the local park and put them into the like little lake there. But yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, I'm like, what's that in the bottom of the pool? And there's just the yeah, turtles. I'm like, okay, we get all different cool. things here. So we get lots of lizards. But yeah, that's my story there, guys, about a guy that, you know, doesn't pay. But I would say, you know, it is a, it, the council could support you because mm. the snakes coming in is out of your control. Mm. Yes, he could have paid, maybe got reimbursed or some yes. subsidy about a cost. But again, it's like if the rain went and smashed my roof, I wouldn't call the council about that. You know, I have to pay that. I, the council's not in charge of the weather. No. So, yeah, I get where he's coming it, it, from, but it it's, is what it's it is. Jesus. You need to call Jesus. I got him on my phone, actually. You pick up your local Bible and just go, okay, read scripture. Oi! Just yell at your Bible. Where's me? Jesus! He's like, yeah, well, I'll, right, call, I'll call my favorite radio station. They have ways to contact him. That's, uh, what's my radio station? 89.9 FM. That's our, you know, Smooth positive FM. light music. And my kids hate that because I don't think I told you this. Our, our extra, uh, our Kia vehicle, our radio has just frozen and it's frozen on one station only, which is just that station. And you can't change it. 
So when you're driving, you can play the radio, but it's just my station. It's like I've done it on purpose, people think, which I haven't. What are you punching? What are you punching? Sounds like you, it sounds like you punched the radio and it was just like, no, at one point, Jesus, take the wheel, wham! And it's like, yes, here. Nothing but, no, look at them. If anyone's listening, I'm not making fun of religion. Again, um, if they're like, oh, why is he making fun of, he's saying Jesus quite a bit there and the derogatory. I'm not. Uh, I grew up, both Tom and I grew up, uh, sort of, you know, made to go to church a little bit in our lives. Um, then I got a little bit older and a little bit wiser and I went, ooh, science. I understand science. So, okay. <laughs> and so nothing against religion. It just, that's not my thing. Alan doesn't say his prayers anymore at dinner time. So I do. Yeah. I, I have not. I was about to say something and I said, no, I won't say that. So I was going to say, but, I get down on my knees every night. <laughs> What, what do you still do? Do you do a prayer at, uh, at your home? Or is just, I do um, I do a, a prayer where I go outside, I remove everything, and I just lay on the grass, make a snow angel, and I just, as, as loud as I can, I just scream. And that's that's what I do every single night, between 11 and 3. Hmm. So you just scream at the, uh, at, at the sky, do you? Yeah, as your loud name, as I can until yeah, my voice is gone. Your fucking neighbours, mate, hate hate your guts, mate. I swear to Jesus. Oh, God, mm. I said it again. Sorry. Uh, I swear to science. I swear to science. <laughs> All right, guys. And this segment was the wonderful world we live in. All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time uh, for us to talk about what we're going to be doing for our final episode. And guess what? We're bringing it back for the first time this year. I'm going up to my uh, up, to, up to my attic. I'm going to go talk to Norman the cat. I haven't heard from him recently, guys. He's been pretty quiet up there. I know he had a friend up there last time, so let's hope there's no uh, no kittens coming out. Uh, what do you reckon there, Al? You go up there, mate. I'm not staring. I'm staying clear of this the whole situation that you're doing up there, right? Just be careful, please. Yeah. Well, my goal in this one is I've actually got a Royal Rumble uh, little box of like different Royal Rumbles, guys, from like 1988 and 87 and was it 1990 and 2001 and 2015, 16, 17, 18. And I thought I'll go up there. I'll pull out a match from that and we're going to watch one entire wwe royal rumble match because royal rumble is actually taking place next sunday in the states which will be next monday i believe for australia so uh, incorrect sorry incorrect you on that one it's saturday what is with that yeah they're changing their dates or something i've been saying like it's falling on a sunday for us oh my god that's weird yeah no we we get it sunday our friends over in the states you lucky bastards you actually get it on eight your saturday night so enjoy yeah, mm. I would so love to careful. get a pay per view on a weekend like that. Like we always get a midday. Yeah. That'd be sweet. That would be sweet. All right, I'm gonna go up my stairs. Oh, there's my lost and found box. Oh, see, no Norman. Oh, there he is. Get, get back, get back. <laughs> I want to patch you. I'm allowed to patch you. Good boy. Okay, move over, move over. Back off. Okay. All right, he's going through it, rustling through. Ooh. Okay, Alan. Mm. This is one that you and I have talked about before, and this is mm. one that I think you would actually like to cover. We have actually pulled out the 2016 
Royal Rumble match, which was Roman Reigns defending the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in the match, and he's coming out entrant number one. Roman Reigns versus the world. And this is mm. before the tribal chief. This is uh, Roman Reigns, the lone soldier, the last shield standing uh, member. And uh, he is against the authority and the world. Uh, at this one time, people thought uh, they were trying to make this as long. Like, uh, I believe it was Royal Rumble 98. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the world. And here tonight... We got Roman Reigns, just like last week when you listened to our TBK vault. Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble, and uh, The Rock came down to save the day, and the crowd went mild. Mm-hmm. But I am looking forward to this one because I have not watched this in a very, very, very long time. I remember watching this match live back in the day. Let's get ready to watch, hey? Yeah, so this actual event, guys, took place, I believe it was January 24, 2016, and this marks only the second time that the WWE or WWF Championship was actually decided in a Royal Rumble, with the very first one being Ric Flair winning the vacant championship in the 1992 Royal Rumble. But before we actually hit play, we want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Oh shit, here we bro. Cast the subscribe for Australia's 15th ranked show, The Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Bishop, and I summarize today's wrestling as it's given to us, not how it should be done. I also am the only podcast that doesn't know what Vince thinks. I just spit truth based on what's on TV. So head over to TWTakesPodcast.com to find your favorite podcast platform. Follow over at TWTakesPodcast on Twitter. Now back to the Aussies number one, the broadcast for more throwback terrible wrestling takes. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. All right, guys, we are back. Now, what we're going to be doing, if you are listening to our show on Apple iTunes or whatever podcasting format you are, if you actually click the hyperlink on the actual episode, it will take you either to the match itself on Daily Motion, or I believe it might be the YouTube page, or you actually might have a chance to actually watch us on YouTube watching this match while you're listening to it. Sounds Hello. confusing saying that. That just completely buzzed my head then what I was saying. But that's what it seems to be happening right now. You've actually just talked to yourself in the future right there, haven't you? You've done, you just went into the future, didn't you? You're like future self. And now you're looking at yourself, aren't you? Look at the camera. (laughs) The the weirdest thing I've ever done before, I watched, what did I watch? I think I watched us watching something while we were listening and watching something. So it was like I was listening to us watch a film companion Mm -hmm. while I was watching the same film that we were watching in the episode. Dude, that's a good way to fuck around with your brain. Don't do that, because <laughs> next minute you know you'll be in the corner biting your, you know, biting at your foot, going yang yang yang, just losing your your shit. That's cool though. I got very dizzy. I would say after that. 
So we're right now we're on the YouTube. Hello, hello. I'm looking right at myself. Hello, I'm on the YouTube. Flicky flick, flick. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I was about to say, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> what is this? Hey, if you're on my YouTube too, guys, and it's um over at the Alan Ross eighty four YouTube channel. I hope you guys are enjoying my videos. I've been putting some stuff up, some about half an hour long videos of me battle royale style of Fortnite, getting some dubs, getting the wins, getting the dabs. Yeah. And have you been so, doing uh, like gaming every day? I just want to reiterate to that you were saying a few about half an hour ago you were saying about um the people out there who are friends with us uh with the the show especially on twitter and it's not just um people that we follow there in, in wrestling but there's also other gamers out there too and i really appreciate it it was just the other night i was playing four guys and um mm. i shot you a message like oh can you retweet this for me and you retweeted my tweet and i had a lot of people coming in and watching my stream of play of me playing four guys um the reason why i was playing four guys is because fortnite was down and they were doing an update. So I'm like, mm. well, I could stay up and play Fortnite or I could just do Fall Guys and have a bit of fun. And it was mind-boggling because as I was playing it, normally I get about one or two people to come in, maybe three or four. Your boy right here had 36 people. Now, I know that's not people like, oh, normally I watch a stream and there's like 20K people or, or it's 5K. For me, who is just happy just to play a game, and I actually turned my mic on as well too when I played this game, it, people just came along, and there was 36 people. They were mm. in my chat bar, they were all having a yarn, they were all having a, a bit of a chat with each other and cheering me on as I'm playing Fall Guys. So I just want to say a shout-out to those people who retweeted the tweet that you tweeted, and... Thank you for jumping into the stream. Yes, I am trying every damn day mm. to do a stream uh, on the old Twitch. That's Roscoe underscore Bosco 84. Uh, I'm on. I'm trying to do it every day. I don't really have a time set. I'll just, just jump in. Let's have it and watch me play. So it's no, cool. That's good. And guys, on our show notes, if you actually scroll right past the audio description of the show, I think Alan's Twitch channel's actually hooked onto that. So if you click that, hyperlink it, you go straight to it. It's some great content, guys. Alan does uh, My Little Pony. He does Princess Adventures. He does Talking Paw Patrol and things. That, that I haven't that done you do any of that. No, I normally do the COD. I normally do Four Guys. I normally do um, Fortnite. Uh, the occasional Mario Kart, which is always a bit of fun. I have not done any of those My Little Pony sh streams. I wouldn't know what to do when I'm playing those games. I'm not a Brody. Or, I can just Brody. see you getting really angry. Just fucking move, mate. Just oh, I can't play this. Can you play? Can you go to the next section? What's next? Bring on, click on Sparkles now. Try again. You'll hear the hell Sparkles. Which one Sparkles? Try, um, try again. <laughs> try again. Oh, yeah, that was so close. Wow, you're terrible at this game. You suck, you motherfucker. <laughs> Punch a pony. All right, Al. Could you give us our countdown? All right, guys. We are going back to 2016 for the Royal Rumble match. Get ready to press play with us in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
Rusev with boots versus Roman Reigns. So with this version, guys, that you're actually watching on YouTube, you get no introductions. No you introductions don't see, whatsoever. You don't see Roman or Rusev actually coming out. And it was interesting because when I watched this on the network, you just see Roman getting shoved by people in the crowd. Like, they just did not care for him. They're shoving him, almost trying to slap him. <laughs> I'm like, yep, they don't like you. And funny note here, this is actually the end of, uh, what, the 2015 Rumble. This is the two guys that finished the matchup. And here That's we right. are a year later, and they're kicking it off. Number one and number two. I remember watching uh, this, and people debate it. Like, is there really a difference between winning the Rumble from one or two? Because you both start at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, people think it's great to win from number one, but you, two's the same because you both entered the same time. Is the that- match did start to you both in there. So, technically, winning from one and two is the same because the match doesn't start when one comes out. That's right. The match starts when there's two there. So, yes. Yeah. Yelled at the camera, and then what was that? You see, like, I eliminated him. <laughs> oh, shit. Kick to face. Spear. Oh, look out. Getting jacked up, mate. And he's out. What? Okay. I haven't watched this, guys, in a while. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> and also, this was the Roman Empire, is what they were calling it. This is before Bloodline, as you said. This was the Roman Empire, is so what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Now, this was cool. I remember my jaw dropped to the floor when this actually happened. I'm like, holy, what? Are you kidding me? What? He just left TNA. He went to New Japan, and we're getting AJ Styles. I remember this got a lot of shit, too, because they they focused on Roman's face of going, oh, who's this guy? And they just didn't panter AJ. Mm. They didn't show the crowd. They focused on him going, the reaction of. No, that's great. Like, the thing is, too, like, this is probably the AJ that you really got to start watching because, you know, I was TNA AJ. I love that yep. time. And I think this is the AJ that you got to see a bit more older, a bit more weathered, traveled the world, you know, done the stuff with the Bullet Club in New Japan. Yep. Won, won every belt in TNA. He really had done everything he could have done. And now it took him, what, 20 years to eventually debut because he was actually a part of the old, you know, WCW back yes, in was. 2001. He was still wrestling there, I think, with his old partner. I think they were called, it was like High Voltage or something like that when he was mm-hmm. wrestling there. And that was like 2001, 2002. Very cool. Mm. Very, very cool to see AJ here. Well, I also think, too, it was also talked about that he had signed a deal like a couple of weeks before. There was talks that, you know, I think it was Gallows and Anderson, AJ, a bunch of people would be signed. So people knew that AJ was coming. It just didn't know when he would be debuting. What did you? Oh, nice Pele kick. Did you you think that he was going? Did you have like any inkling? Nothing. For me, this was a massive shock. No, I had no idea. Okay. I thought he would eventually go back to TNA. Okay. Because mm. ROH was still going at this time. I know he was there. I think he had a feud with, I think it was Jay Lethal over the Ring of Honor title. Okay. He'd done some stuff with Dixie Carter to finish up his contract, and he just wasn't happy, I think, at that time period. Well, wasn't that during this, this time here? Was this... um um. 
Hogan's time? Was it Hogan in No, TNA? so I think Hogan was 2010 to like okay. 2000. And, oh, he actually might have, I think you might be right. I think he wrestled at Bound for Glory. Okay. Either the 12 or 13 year. Yeah. Tyler Breeze. Mm. Great watch on Twitch too, guys. Always teaming up with uh, Claudio and um, Xavier Woods and um, Adam Cole. Yeah, well, I actually check out Adam Cole's um, Twitch, Twitch channel. He actually interacted nice. with me once when I actually wrote a message to him during a stream. I'm like, what? Adam Cole just like responded to something I wrote. I said hi to him, and he's like, what's up, Brocast? And I'm like, Adam Cole just said Brocast. He said Brocast! Yeah, it's I, nice. I, I, um, I've done that a few times with uh, on... Um, Miro's, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Miro's stream. He goes, Rascal Basco, thank you very much for the, the follow. Thank you for coming in for me, brother. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it moved. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I, I shouted to him, like, happy Rusev Day. He goes, yeah, no, it's not Rusev anymore. It's Miro. Oh. <laughs> Just kicks you out. Sorry. Damn it. I called him the wrong Being name. Kicked from the chat blocked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That would make me cry. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Shit, what's wrong with shit, you? Would... Conrad Thompson, now, now Rusev, damn it. I don't even give a shit about Condor. <laughs> I had that coming with Conrad. That's my thing. I know that. Oh, but shit. if Mero's, you know, because I love Mero. Yeah. It's like, oh. Oh, look out. Oh, this is... Is this... oh this is the social outcast game yes. that we're doing. Yeah. Yes. Um, Who have we got? We've got Curtis Axel. He's Slater, Bo, Bo, Dal- uh, Bo Dallas, and Adam, Adam, and, uh, and Adam Rose. Adam Rose. Uh, before yes. he was jacked up to the gills like he is now. Yes. He is one. He was a good talent. I like Curtis Axel. Former Same. IC champion. He was a Paul Heyman guy. You know, son of Mr. Perfect. Great talent. Um, well, that was the one thing they sort of like, you know, if he's the son of Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. why isn't he perfect? Is that- Mr. Perfect was a different entity. Yeah. Oh, shit. And what was he doing? He was with the Miz, eh? The Miz Tourage. Remember that gimmick he was doing too? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Jesus. So this is like already entrant number six or something now. Like we're already like nearly at the, the first ten. Yep. Uh, here we go. Slider. Slider. He's doing some good stuff in uh, Impact Wrestling at the moment too. That's good. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Look at that. I don't know why Adam decided to just do that flip. I'm just going to oversell. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, that was... Okay. Working in unison here. Yep. Working like a World War tag team right here. Well, these guys went on to have, I think, like three pay-per-views back-to-back, one-on-one. Yep. Yeah, they fought over the championship, I think, in a singles match and also an Extreme Rules one that featured the club when uh, Gallows yes. and Anderson eventually debuted and the Usos Jericho. went with uh, the Usos went with Roman, which was all, again, pre-Budline. And Jericho actually has a very good run here. Like, you know, when I think of Jericho's career, it's the one thing he never did, though. Like, Jericho yeah. never won a Rumble. You know, first was, undisputed champion, yeah. you know, wrestled in the first Money in the Bank. Never won a Royal Rumble, which is a surprise. This is a wild thing to see Chris Jericho and AJ Styles in the same ring. Mm. Of all your years of, I mean, yes, I don't know. I've never really sort of branched out to the ROH or any of the indie stuff that maybe AJ probably did back in the day. But just to see this right here, 
Igatola or Rock and Roller versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, in the same mm. ring. Yeah, it's definitely a dream match. And they actually went on to wrestle at WrestleMania that year. Yes. Yeah. And then actually, <laughs> I remember that because they formed a tag team. What do you think their tag team was called? Uh, wasn't it Y2AJ? Or Y2J? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was just simple, like, black and white font. And they even yeah. made shirts. They wore them for the two shirt. weeks, and then they disbanded. So I'm like, imagine buying this shirt. Oh, okay, they're not together anymore. No, I, no, no, you get the shirt just for the sole purpose of, like, I, I at one time, Jericho and um, AJ Styles were actually a tag team. Mm. So... Yeah, and AJ's a great talent. Like, I remember oh, yeah. watching AJ, like, when we covered the very first TNA pay per view, what he took on the, it was the Flying Elvises, you know, with what, mm-hmm. uh, Loki and Jerry Lynn, and he's a great talent there. We've done lots of AJ guys over the years, from what, like, King of the Mountain matches to him even taking on Kaz oh. in a Ranger and a Pole match that we covered for That's Christmas right. a few That's years ago, Christmas guys. In, if you want to watch a rough ladder match, watch Kaz versus AJ from that. It's an absolute really rough match where no one wanted to take a spot and like they're falling everywhere Number and it's seven. very painful. Now this is all uh what, post the authority, you would say here for Kane. Hmm. Before the he was um they they took the mask off him and then any time they the authority needs someone disposed of, they would give him the mask and hmm. put the mask on and then destroy them. Yeah, because what the 2015 Rumble, he mainly worked with Big Show when he was corporate Kane. That's right. Just yeah, to get everyone out, you know, individually. But that's right. Yeah, now this is the Kane I like. A little bit pale, but no, it's definitely not the 98 Kane, which I would love. Um, like the yeah, 98 Kane is my absolute favorite. Just this beast hands of a man, down. like smashing Vader with wrenches and everything like that. Just hands down, it's just one of the, the a great. Oh Jesus! Nope. <laughs> He's running around like. What is he doing? Really it's slow, like, wasn't it? It's and spin. <laughs> Great, interesting camera shot there, guys. What are we doing? Let's just focus on even this. Look at this: AJ Styles and Kane. Yeah, crazy. Never thought you'd see. it's like it. This is WWE's version of Abyss. Yeah, and uh, and you know AJ and Abyss had lots of matches together. And we've oh, covered a few. Yeah, like lockdown, they've had like full metal mayhem. They they've even won the tag belts together at one point in TNA. Mm-hmm. We're the talking about surprises. Who are uh, who you think is going to be a surprise this year? Anyone jumping out for you? Thinking? Uh, <laughs> sounds absolutely terrible. Shattered dreams. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Cody, but yep. you really want to be an absolute ass hat to the world. You leave number 30, and the goddamn Vince McMahon comes out. <laughs> and, oh, shit. And he wins it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I really hope I'm wrong about this, because just something. sometimes I predict these things, and I hate myself for doing it. Look at these two old-school soldiers right here. Mm. Like 98, 97, 99. You know, they were both like, they were like the masked weird characters, you know, with Mankind and Al Snow, you know, during the Attitude Era timeline. Look at this AJ Styles and Dustin Rhodes. Oh, mm. Gold Dust. Oh, no. Jesus, snap this suplex. Is a wrestling match. I want to hear the wrestling move. Okay. Thanks, uh, Jericho. He's quite, he's quite big here, isn't he, Jericho, at this time? Yes. Yeah, because he kind of dropped the whole, what, 
pants look and became a used to wear a suit and everything like that when he was a heel right. and what well, former world heavyweight champion and oh. had that classic i think it was um no mercy 2008 uh sean michaels jericho ladder match for the world title absolute classic match so yeah this man comes along just fucks it up for everybody and just everyone just leaves like yeah fuck you i've got your money i'm back bitches <laughs> flipping everybody off fuck you fuck you 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 see that kid over there fuck you <laughs> god damn it oh gosh oh shit all right it's the man with the bag of chips <laughs> and a bottle of champagne oh shit <laughs> the big oh. guy the right poor fellow that decides to you know put out posts have you seen some of his tweet polls that he puts out yeah like the one he said, oh, should I make a oh return? Where should I go? Should I wrestle? Should I take a break? Or should I retire? And like retire. that got like 98% all the votes went to retire. And then he did another one a few days later and he goes, no, guys, in all seriousness, like oh, this is a proper question. Yeah. And then he reposted it with the same tweet and yeah. then everyone still voted retire. Yeah. Look at the crowd. They got him up. They're, they're cheering him on here. It's like they were trying to do what a Goldberg, eh? Like their own version of a roughhouse Goldberg. Well, he basically is Goldberg in a way, mm. because if you say, what did Goldberg do to um to Bret Hart? What did yeah. Ryback do to CM Punk? Yeah, he right criticised him quite a lot, actually, too, at that time period. Yeah, for injuring his back and his neck. and He put him through, he didn't put mm. him through, a, he was meant to put him through a table. Missed it completely. <laughs> And you see him go, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, and then after, <laughs> I remember saying there was an interview, I think, that um, CM Punk did about Ryback, and he goes, do you know what you did out there? He goes, yeah, I know, I fucked up, I'm sorry. It's like, mm. yeah, just calm the F down, big man. Yeah. He looks like Goldberg wearing RVD's attire. Yeah. That's all I see. So. <laughs> oh, early days of the new day here. Hmm. We've got some burritos. This is cool, the, this, because they're not telling you who it's going to be. Like, it's well, it's like just Kofi Kingston. Up and then they just re- they, they wreck it. But, look, but they're making it look like Xavier. Look, see? The fans in the arena don't know. We do. Yeah, Kofi's good. Fucking stopped it for us, but yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Hmm. And this was cool, because like, this is when Kofi was doing those spots. And Do you remember last year's spot when he... He got pushed off the uh, top rope and his feet landed on the ground where he was meant to grab the guardrail. And he's like, damn it, now I've got to walk that's off back of to the cool back. Memory. And That's a cool memory I like to forget because it was just yeah. like, I didn't like it. I didn't, it was like, that's my Kofi. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. He, he might be in the Rumble this year. Mm. He doesn't really need to do those things anymore. Nah. There's no need for it. Well, I think it's like when the, he fell last year, Kevin Ooh, Dunn Jesus. and stuff. Yeah. Kevin Far Dunn out. focused on it. Like, they, they spend the camera around, and they even showed a replay. Like, why are you even showing it? Like, cut to a hard cam shot, like, right now, so we because, don't see the landing. Because WWE likes watching black folk stuff up. Mm. Because Tyus O'Neill still will be forever ever remembered at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, gosh. Greatest Royal Rumble falling under the ring. Oh yeah, when he tri- when he tripped on the way down, yeah. The poor thing, he he's going to be re- like he does some fantastic stuff 
with helping out youth and make you could be a superstar too and all that jazz. And it's like, ain't you that fella that fell over? Oh, mm. speaking of the devil. Speaking of the man, the great mm. man. Watch it. Slow he's down, also he's a, he's a former Slow tag down. champ as well. Yeah. In mm. um, Derek Young. Um. Yeah, just he's he's actually a good wrestler. Like he's a good yes. character. I just think they get a bit stuck of what to do with him. Yeah, because really after what Darren Young left, because Darren Young does a lot of stuff independently now, they're like, well, we'll just make you an ambassador. Do you want to go be the one that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everyone's just a bit rough here. Just, everyone. just, yeah. just slow it down a bit, guys. This is cool. Just throws him. He buckled his knee then. Yeah. A few people stood up, then it looked like, but yeah. Big E's going for it, which is cool. Mm. No, he's a great talent. Yeah, he is, he is. But sadly, um, if we could just forget that scene. Oh, look out, Goldie! Oh, yeah, like, yep. Nope. I was wondering what was going there. Oh, look at that, look at that. Nice. And Goldust would have been in lots of different rumbles over the years too. I remember what the '98 one that we did. He well, had blue hair and fishnet stockings on, and had Luna coming in his corner. Yeah, and um, hmm. a couple of weeks ago, someone's was uh, retweeted a few times of him coming out blackface. Oh, uh, well, back in '97 and stuff like that when he had the half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting hmm. times. Interesting weird times. And then he also spoke about it as well too. He goes, "I'm not proud of myself." It mm. was a uh, a time that it was that thing was so- <clears throat> socially acceptable. Yeah. What's up? Now, did you see how old he turned recently? Did he just turn fifty? Fifty-one. It, what? <laughs> what's the <laughs> when fella did, doing? When did that happen? Oh, here, I love it. Look at this. A couple of kendo sticks there. Our truth is pulling out a ladder. Yes, guys, he's pulling out a ladder. Look at the new day. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> I don't know if you saw as he was running down to the ring, someone had a large, big head of uh, Colt Cabana. Oh, yeah, nice. And that's another person that mm. everyone should be following on Twitch for a good laugh as well, mm. too. I love this. Gets to the very top, has a look around and goes, wait a minute. Where is it? <laughs> look Great at for him, What are you doing, sir? I had a memory that he did this another time, but he confused another match or something like that. It might have been he might have been in a Money in the Bank and confused oh. it for something else. Yeah, fifty-one years old. Mm. Wrong the truth, killing is one of the best. Oh, don't. What are you doing? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> is he still there? Oh, okay. No, he... <laughs> Lucky. Oh gosh. Well, the first time I ever saw him, he was a uh, K Crush, but that he was also K Quick. Remember Look that Surviv- Survivor Series 2000, teaming up with Road Dog Jesse James. Yeah, say that again. When? 2000. 2000. Mm. That's where I remember seeing Ron the Truth Killings right there as well. Well, he left in, I think, 02, became the NWA champion, I think, in 03, 04. Had a bit of a run in TNA, and then, yeah, came back as R-Truth in WWE and has never been released. Like, he survived all those cuts that happened in COVID time, 2020, and he's still there now. So, what, longest-reigning, what, 24-7 champion or something they had. 
well, they gave him that and it, he just ran with it. He had fun with it, you know, and it became like an internet belt. Everyone was basically just like, this is, this is funny. Oh. He's got which, the whole which, uh, world. which member is it though? Looks like <clears throat> Mr. Luke Harper, the absolute legend. Mm, yeah. Number 13, lucky 13. Yeah, great talent he was. Very, very good wrestler, guys. And bring it up now, you know, the passing of, uh, you know, Jay Briscoe, uh, one of the my favorite wrestlers in Ring of Honor, guys. Uh, Alan and I had a bit of a chat. I think it was Wednesday afternoon for us in Australia. I think it was about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock out. in the afternoon. Yeah. It was a huge shock and such a young, young man. Um, 38. Mm. Look, I'm turning uh, 38 in the month of May, and it mm. was just my God, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm just hang on, what's going on here? So Vince McMahon is bringing out. This is the League of Nations team, which was yes, Sheamus, Alberto Del Rio, and Rusev's back out there. And this is all stemming from the fact that Vince McMahon copped a Superman punch by Roman on the week prior on Raw. That was, where were you guys meant to do that? What's going on? <laughs> where were they meant to throw him? There's, uh, a, a, a big head of, um, I think it's, uh, Ke- um, Kevin Owens with his little rabbit ear and I said the little paws ears. Cause oh, he yeah. and that Natalie Nyhart were actually teaming up at this time doing the, oh, yeah. the challenge. Is that that mixed match challenge or something? That's the one. Yeah. See him and there he is in the back there with his little paws. Hey, look at that. Yeah, so Jay, um, yeah, Jay Briscoe, great talent, and yeah, sad. And that's what my first thought was: shit, that's the same age as you. Like thinking about you, and I'm like, that's my brother. Yep. Like, you know, you're a father, you're a partner, you know, you work hard. I'm thinking that's. Um, I, I felt that real loss. Like, what if I lost yeah. you? That's how I was feeling. Like, feeling for his brother Mark. You know, someone you've been with your entire life. You've traveled the world with this guy, in the hard and the good times. And now it's suddenly, you know, boom, something can happen like that. An accident, which is out of your control. That's right. And, you know, he can't change it. The greatest talent of all time. You better not be talking about Stardust. Oh, hell yeah, I'm talking about Stardust. I hope this motherfucker comes back next week. No. Cody yeah. or Stardust? Both. He does the no, McFoley. Stardust is terrible. Stardust comes out number one, gets eliminated. Uh, like, oh my god, what are we doing here, Rusev? I'm going to... Yeah! I'm going to kill him. Here we go. That was beautiful. He ran across two tables and then splashes him. I'm going through the world! This is how you meant to be the sympathy. This is like Royal Rumble 1999, where mm. Austin got beat up in the, in the female toilets in the, um, in the back. Thanks to Vince McMahon. And now, we're meant to be sympathizing with him here. I love men. I just love all of this. Come here. Come <laughs> here. I can't wait to get rid of all of you. Oh, except Seamus. Even though he looks like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> hey, look stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember hearing that. You look stupid. Chat. Well, interesting note. Like, what's also happened just recently... Uh, Survivor Series, which happened only two months before, 
the final was Dean Ambrose versus, I think it was Roman Reigns for the vacant championship. Yes. Roman won it, was celebrating. Yes. Sheamus then cashed in money in the bank yes. and won the championship. Yes. Then I think it was either the first or last roar of 2015 or 2016. It was a TLC for the title, and that's how Roman won it back. Yep. So Sheamus was still just fresh off a championship win. It's a big shoe. I like this interaction here with Big Show and Vince because it's really a throwback, you know, to that 99, you know, corporation time period. But just stares punched, it in there. He punched Vince McMahon out mm. at WrestleMania um, 1999. Yeah. Because he lost to Mankind. Almost broke every bone in his body by just simply jumping backwards. <laughs> oh. I just remember you watched that. And you just, yeah. he, his hands are, he's, he was doing a manimal claw okay. and his legs were around his waist and Big Show just jumps back and you just oh. see everything just crunch up and fully just rolls to the side. What entry was no. Big Show? Sorry? What entry was Big Show just then? Was he 16, uh, I think? I believe it was 16. I, I know that, um, Luke Harper was... Uh, it's too much pandemonium really going... Oh, Titus? Worldwide? Up and over. Up and over. Roman is going to the back. He's hurt. Oh! Ride Dish is gone. Going to go find some chips. Create a meme. <laughs> oh, oh go back. back. On, go back on TikTok and uh, talk some views. Jerry Jerry so who's, Show. So who's, oh yeah, Jerry Show. Yeah, that was what, 2010, 910, I think you would say. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, Cody Rose comes out, no, Stardust comes out, number one, okay? Gets eliminated, about 10 people in. Then comes out at number 29, as there's one wrestling, there is another wrestling family. That comes out, it's whole crowd, yeah! Number 30. Vince McMahon. If he comes out of Stardust, I'm turning it off. So Vince is back. He'll do it. <sighs> it's never. Oh, look at we got Pack the coming bastard. out here. Mm. What I've was his in... uh, his tagline? The man that gravity forgot. I've been in so many matches against the Young Bucks. I can't fucking stand them. <laughs> oh. He's a great fit though with Death Triangle. Like the work of oh, yeah. Pentagon, Phoenix, and uh, Pack is so good. Yes, that's right. That's right. Hmm. Look at that crossover there. What AJ Styles versus Neville? Very cool. Hmm. People are trying to be simple. Is, is anybody feeling for Roman Reigns here? No. It'd be worse if they were doing the Na 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 chant on him as, as he's walking <laughs> nah, away. Nah, nah. <laughs> yep. Yep. They don't care. No. What happened here? There we go. Oh, here we go. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, I think that might have been going on with the craziness with um, the uh, the League of Nations with Vince McMahon. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, there is. There's big punches there by Harper. See, like a slap or like an open hand palm strike. Open hand. Age. Hold on, this. Cody and um. AJ so what did, what did you like about Stardust? Sell me on it. Like, what do you what do you like about it? It's just different. It's different. Mm. It's a uh, gold dust, um, just with uh, gold dust on acid. That's what it was. Oh, who we got? 
Yeah, because he, he was kind of like oh god, like a peppy, almost like a villain, like a, yeah, a cartoon villain. Is how yeah, he was portraying he was, he... it. Oh my god, look at this boy! He don't look big, like this big no boy. More. Big boy, thick. <laughs> he is so thick, and he just killed Neville. Yep. I oh, just oh god, AJ. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he does not look like this now. He is uh. He's lost a lot and lot of weight, and then we're going to say goodbye to Kane. Oh, wow. See, I always have fond memories of the 01 Rumble where Kane got out like 12 people. Oh, like yeah. Honk, Honky Tonk Man with a guitar and like smash everyone with weapons and kindo sticks. And that final one was him and daddy. Austin, the last two. What are you saying? Daddy. <laughs> Hello. I miss you, Daddy, and this is what you get for leaving. I'm sorry, son. I only went out to get a pack of smokes. And I never came back. Do you remember when the oh, giant used to smoke in WCW? Yeah, as he walked in the ring, just lighting up. <laughs> and said so the match will start, the match will actually merely start after uh, Big Show. Oh my goodness, look at this. He's talking to him too. Just, oh goodness. <laughs> L- lift me up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, look at it. That was an interesting hit. Oh, Big Show going nine eyes. Yeah. Strowman was good. Like, he was still very green at this time. He was still learning his character. And you think within yes. the next few years, just skyrocketed. You know, great talent. And then he did a um, a feature with um, Bray Wyatt and uh, um, with Alexa Bliss in the swamp. Mm. Remember the swamp, don't you? Yes. Didn't they, wasn't it like a swamp match for oh. the championship or something, wasn't it? A Wyatt Swamp match or something, yeah. So he's selling the injuries from his previous match. He wrestled the opening match, which I believe was against Dean Ambrose for the IC title. Mm. They beat the shit out of each other. Mm. And did you hear the crowd when his music came on? Mm. Massive roar. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever leave WWE too. I think he's there for a life for now. I think he's in a big spot, you know, coming up at this year's Rumble. What taking on Roman? Listen to this. Mm. If you know, if you're a, if you're an indie geek, or if you're an ROH dweeb, you begin excited about this. Oh, look at that! Unbelievable! Oh my god! Comes super kick. Oh, now I love this here. Picks him up by the hair. Welcome to WWE. And then throws him over. We actually didn't get one Stoles clash just then, too. Owen's hmm. doing the whole AJ style. Hmm. Uh, AJ, AJ, AJ taunt. Very cool. Yeah. Welcome to the WWE. And I think to um, I'm trying to think his actual heel. first match actually wasn't even against. It might have been against Owens, but I know he yeah entered into the feud with Jericho. First they were partners. Jericho turned heel, and then they had the Mania match. And then I think within the next month he was taken on Roman for the belt. So a very quick start. And I think he actually won the championship uh, this year, I yes. believe from memory. Yeah. Who did he beat? I think it was um Ambrose to win the title. An AJ Styles chant in the WWE. Never mm. thought I would ever hear it. Oh, Jerry Show. Oh, there we go. The best friends right there. Oh. 
Lunatic Fringe, eh? Yes, sir. The Mountie. It's the Mountie. The, the Mountie, Mountie always gets his. The Mountie <laughs> always gets his man. Like, so this this was a very interesting Dean Ambrose because he was almost like D'Lo Brandster. He was very fluid with his movement and always swinging his head back, talking to himself. I'm like, this what is this character? Lunatic French, right hmm. there. He's a loony, and he wrestles in jeans. Yeah, there is another man in the in, in this match right now, also wrestling in jeans. I don't know how these gentlemen do it. Just be sweaty and sticking to you. I can't stand it. You know, it's uh, one sometimes where I will go, I will go to work and I will wear jeans for a day. And as soon as I get home, I take them straight off and just go, no, n- not right now. It's just an audio. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, we're not. Just an awkward pause. <laughs> no, my headphone died on my ear, my uh, bud. So. I was going to talk about I was just going to move on, but if you want to let people who listen... Well, it's live on YouTube. What can I do? Don't change it now. Hey, Garth, on YouTube. How many ads <laughs> have you had? <laughs> what was the one we did? It was the TNA Impact Show where we watched that Christmas edition. You had like nine ads in like an hour and five-minute show, and I got none. So good. I don't know how that worked. I got no ad. She's got that YouTube premium right over there, guys. No, I didn't. I don't buy that. I ain't paying oh, for no. that. No, 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 I don't, mate. I don't. I know the owner of it, so we had a yeah. few DMs. So it was it Susan Will uh, Well Jicky? I think she's the YouTuber. You laugh at me, but that's her name. <laughs> I, hey. no, I'm just saying, good try there. You know, it did well. That's her name. All right. These two. Dun 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 dun. So what's your view, this Sami Zayn or the current one we've got? What's your favourite Sami Zayn? Uh, I know the end's coming soon. I know mm. Mania, probably end of Rumble, probably Mania's going to be uh, Sami versus the Bloodline. And look at these two just beating the shit out of each other. Um, it's great storytelling. It's really like the, uh, I think it was, was it Raw? Where the Bloodline beat the shit out of um, KO. And KO's holding onto, onto Sammy's boot. Of all mm. people, he, the one person he's holding onto is his friend, yeah. um, Sammy. And it's great storytelling. Uh, wow. How'd you go, KO? Ooh. Up and over. Well, I just think it's probably just going to lead to an Uso Sane Owens tag team title matchup. I don't think it'll be a major match on the card, but I think it'll be what I've always kind of felt that's where we were going to go at some point. Yep. Like even people are saying, oh, no, 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 I've got Sami Zayn to win the Rumble and make it be Zayn versus Roman at Mania. And I'm like, it would be cool. Yeah. Is he a big enough star to be in a main event spot on night two of, you know, WrestleMania? But um, there's even talks of them splitting the belts I've heard too. You know, finding an idea how do you get Roman to wrestle with both belts? Because technically, He's holding two belts, but they're not one championship. That's right. It's actually two single, which is why the Usos recently are going to be defending their SmackDown tag belts, but their Raw ones won't be on the line. Eric Rowan, Eric mm. Redbeard coming down to the ring. He's doing a lot of stuff independently. He's a very good talent too. NWA, I think he was doing some stuff. Yep. Um, 
I remember when he came back, what was that whole tarantula in a cage? Remember that a few years ago? Yeah, Roman killed it. No, was it no drive? I think it was McIntyre. Well, oh, yeah, he squished it. was someone, yeah. Yeah, someone squished it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was like a big spider. He was carrying around like this, what, a cage for weeks yeah. and weeks and didn't show people what was in it. And then when he would show them, he would then assault them yeah, even more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That, that, that's definitely screams like a Vince McMahon. Um, oh, oh, Jesus. See you, Neville, you bastard. That was almost like trying to recreate the poor London <laughs> clothesline yes. by Snitsky. Oh, look out. Super kick. Look at that. I love that. Mm. Brody could do a super kick, and he did it right to the man he beat for the TNT title. And his final match, yeah. Yes. Mm. Was that a dog collar? Dog collar yes, match? it was. Yeah. yeah. That was during the COVID, uh, the COVID yes, year when there was yeah. like limited fans watching that one too. That was a very interesting time, I must say. Mm. Like we've even talked about maybe on this show, guys, doing some Thunderdome because, like, we literally yeah. have done none of that when there was literally no fans there. Well, it was just a weird time that we looked at it and it's like the world is in a very weird place mm. and it's something that people want to forget very quickly. But I think it's part of history and it yeah. would just be an interesting watch. I was even oh, thinking, geez. too, like, you know, oh, yep. Okay, it's time school, for the main event. <laughs> he says Sexual that, right? baby. Yeah, May Young coming sure. out with him. May Young, come on. She's dead. Ah, okay. Don't come she out. Comes, comes out and urn. Don't, don't. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. Because, oh, <laughs> how, yeah. How dare you? You're all thinking it, guys. You're just too pussy not to say it. What, May Young? Oh, my God. Well, he's got the, the hand on the other hand. He's got the hand on the other hand. Well, it's his son. He can take it with him. Why, why, why are you talking about that? Why are you bringing it up? Oh, know. here we go. Up and over. How long was he in for? 10 seconds? About um, maybe 20, maybe mm. so. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. Splat. Just destroying him. He's got the whole world in his hands. So who's the longest person in there now? What would you say? Roman's technically still in, but Jericho, I would say, is what the yes. longest person still in there from what at least the top ten. Yeah, Jericho definitely is the um, the marathon man in these matches. See ya. No. Well, that would be what Strowman's big feud was with Sami Zayn. Remember that when he was like, give me competition to Mick Foley and give me 10 yeah. minutes. And if Zayn could last 10 minutes, he gets another match with him. And yeah. I think, yeah, I remember that uh, story going on at that time. I think we, it was followed up on, um, was it No Way Out? I think it was. Holy shit. Yep. The beast is here. Well, Cole. This is just picked up. Here comes the button. And, and, and it's weird seeing Brock with hair like that because we're so used to kind of like the top knot now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baggy the, what do people say? The the country boy top knot. Country boy top knot cutting meat. Poor Jericho. There, did you see that? Yeah. He just like saw- he couldn't see Brock coming and just got smashed in the back with a clothesline. Look at these two. Mm. Jesus, Strowman, just <laughs> having a chat there. 
Well, which one was it when they faced off? I think it was either the 18 or 17 Rumble. <clears throat> when he just, the f- yeah, <laughs> yeah. he bumped him in the face. <laughs> Boom! Because he needed him for real in the forehead. Mm. He got him right in the forehead and then it was just like, come the f- down! And you could tell Strowman was like, oh my god, mate, you just knocked me for a six. Unbelievable. And then I think they faced off at, what, No Mercy for the championship as well in like six minutes, I think it went for, like a really quick matchup for the it Universal title. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of people complained about that. I remember going, why was that? The main event so quick. I'm like, guys, it's two beastie boys. Like, you want them to have a... um a 30-minute back-to-back wrestling match? No, that's not going to happen. Well, that was like with, what, Lesnar and Joe. Remember Great Balls of Fire 2017? I think that was four minutes or five minutes. Even Goldberg and Brock at Mania, I think that was six, when there was like, you know, Spear, Spear, Jackhammer, F5, German, F5, one, two, three, done. Good night, you're done. And that's why I couldn't really get into the first Goldberg-Lesnar at Mania 20, because it was too long. Like, yeah. the fans wanted Smash Mouth. They were just chanting Austin the whole time. They yeah. didn't care about Goldberg and Lesnar. They didn't want a wrestling match. They wanted just a fight, so. Yeah, Jack, oh, my God, Jack Hagar, man with a hat. <laughs> well, he, he, he has a hat. He has an interesting beanie every time, I, I believe, it. he's on um. What in the F? Mm. Mate. And I'll just say, talking about Jake Hager's hat, uh, shout out there to the uh, Universal Wrestling Podcast yes. that did an interview with the hat um, a couple of weeks ago. With the hat? Yeah. With the hat. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jesus. You think of these two, they wrestled at, was it one of the manias, I think, in like yeah. a no-holes-barred match where it was like, he took a German suplex on like 20 chairs, I think, or something yep. like that, all piled on top of each other. The way he let go of Harper just then. He's just like him. just like that. Yeah. Easy. Nothing. Jericho, mate, I'm really um I, I don't want to F with you because <laughs> look I look, that stuff I said about that you were going, um you you hurt Randy on purpose. Yeah, there was no need for I I I was oh, just I effing around. That was SummerSlam, yeah. Yeah. He went in well, for they, they, got for it, they got into a fight backstage or something. Yeah. Well, because, you know, he took the gloves off and then he busted around the open um, hard way. And he was under the impression that that was real. You know, When does did. that thought come into your head, though? Like, if everyone else is like, no, nah, it's, it's a work, mate. He's like, no, it's not. This is a shoot. It's the Miz. Oi. Hooray. Mm. And even this guy, like, you think of how many years he's been yes. there. Yes. I think he was like 04, I think he debuted, and now we're in like 2023. He hasn't been cut. 19 nope. years, man. That's how long he's been there, yeah. Tag champ, US, IC, world champion, WrestleMania main events. And for 19 years, no one would have given this guy from a reality show a chance. And he's one That's of the, right. you know, even one of the best heels, you know, even one of the best IC champions, I would say, too. Oh, goodness. Oh gosh, oh gosh. He's um taking a page out of the the rocks book here, um the Miz right here. The way he Lesnar is just there's not, not a lot of clear talking about what we're doing, it's just I'm gonna hit you and hit you again. Well what was it? Um Joe Rogan spoke about Brock Lesnar 
Mm. And he said, you know, he's a guy that's like, oh, we're going to do this. And you're like, yeah, okay, there's no option. It's, <laughs> uh, we're either doing a, uh, my way or, or the hard way. And, um, again, could you imagine like Brock Lesnar back in the day of the old Roman times, just taking an axe to somebody's face? Oh, like a Colosseum, you know? just smashing oh, everybody. I mean, yeah. I mean, like World War Hulk style, just tearing dudes apart. It would be the hero would be winning. And it's like, no, 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 send out the beast. And then yeah. he'll just come out with a head, just holding heads, clubs. Holding the heads, just clams. <clears throat> rotting heads and him just standing there he's like just pointing and then next minute just kills well, I remember the a story about where uh, I think Paul Heyman was doing one of those shoot interviews you know where people can buy a ticket come and check it out for yep. a Q&A and they talked about how the decision would take a losing at Wrestlemania 30 and he remembers sitting down it was Paul Paul, sorry, Paul Heyman Brock and Vince sitting in the jet going over saying well take is going over and this is how we're going to do it and Brock remembers turning to Paul and says, we're fucking taking that streak tonight. Like, we're not doing what he said. I'm, I'm going to win. That's my plan. And by the end of the night, they did change it to be it. But he just turns to Paul and says, we're fucking taking that streak tonight. <laughs> and what do, you, what do you do there? What do you yeah. do there? You know, he do you argue? You, you can stop the match and then that stops like mania. It's just like, mm. oh, we're expecting a big match between Brock Lesnar and the dead man, and you don't get it, you know, because mm. they're like, "Well, oh, don't, don't come, don't rock up, Brock." And but it's Brock fucking Lesnar. Mm. He says, "We're taking the, you know, we're getting the win tonight." Um, and I remember, I think it was the Stone Cold uh, podcast um, sessions on the network. I remember he spoke about this with, um, oh gosh, down he goes, out he goes, um. Pardon me. And he actually spoke about losing to Brock. And he's mm. like, yeah, this is what was going to happen. Like, if Brock wanted to do that night, he could he could have permanently hurt the dead man. Mm. The, well, Taker the doesn't remember the matchup. Taker said he was concussed at some yeah. point. He said, I've gone back and watched it. I yeah. don't even know where I got concussed. But something happened in the match. He remembers nothing about the whole thing when it occurred, so... The whole entire Wyatt family's now been eliminated, and now comes the leader. Yeah, what's your take on the Fiend and stuff like that? The uh, Fly Fire Funhouse returned today. I saw her on SmackDown. Yes. Mm. Um, LA Knight's going to have something interesting uh, happen to him at the uh, at the Rumble. It should be good fun to watch. Uh, but oh, hang on, the Wyatts are still there. I was going to pull up what that actual match is. And isn't it like a Mountain Dew thing or something like that? Like a lights out match or something he's having? Mount, Mountain Dew? I don't know. Mountain Dew, the Mountain Dew light fun house match. What the F on you, bro? <laughs> no, I'll pull it up here. I'm pulling up the card here. He's having a match called a Mountain Dew pitch black match is what they're calling it. Mountain Dew? Yeah, because that's the sponsor that year. I don't think you really need to say the Mountain Dew. And this is like what is what Jericho did with the Mimoso against um, Orange Cassidy, is it? Mm. Okay, I don't so know. They, they just, I they, don't know. So <laughs> Paul they, Vince, re- you know him? I, I don't know him and I don't want to know him. So if Vince, Hello there. Answer, if Vince called your phone, you wouldn't answer it? Fuck no. Oh, shit, it's Vince. Um, damn it. 
What have I done now? He, he probably wants to hear my impersonation. I'm Vince McMahon. This Ooh. is a pretty cool exchange, these two. Because we never got actually Fiend, did we? Fiend versus uh, Lesnar. We could have got it on the road to Survivor Series one year when um, yep. what the Fiend defeated <clears throat> Seth Rollins to win the Universal title. Yes. But Brock took on Mysterio, I think, in like a no-DQ matchup. But if they wanted to do champion versus champion at that time, we could have got Fiend versus Brock at Survivor Series. I think it was 2019 yep. or 20, yeah. Miz is still on commentary as well, too. has not gone in the ring yet, <laughs> which I don't blame him because he's like, well. Well, who did that as well? Was it the King did that one year in, like, 95, yeah. I think? He got up and then sat back down. <laughs> yep. Thank you for coming, and he went under the ring. Yeah. Well, I think eventually it was meant to do Bray versus Brock at the next event, which I think was Roadblock, WWE Roadblock. But it ended up becoming, I think, Eric Rowan took on Lesnar instead, or it was a handicap match or something like okay. that. Yeah. Paul Heyman uh, arguing with the referee. Oh, the, the sweat and the drool coming out of Brock Lesnar's face. My God. It's almost like a sponge. Like when you look at a sponge, Brock and all, those, all those <laughs> Brock, Brock lobster. Brock lobster. Like you look at Brock. It's like if you looked at a sponge. All those open pores. That's what his body is. It's just always just leaking out, sweat and spit. And That's everything. right. Dolph Ziggler, number twenty-eight. Eh. I seriously thought Brock was going to kill him then. Just F five. Grabs him by the rips his face off. F five kills him. I've got your number now. Yep. Goes back in. Just wears his face for the matchup, and yeah. Fuck, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> Pulls the face up, puts it on his own. It's mine now. He's mother, mother. Sean Michaels, skin the kit. No. Awesome. Hmm. Well, those two would actually have a classic series for the IC title this year when the brand oh, okay. split happened, and... uh I believe they main evented No Mercy 2016 for the IC title in a ladder match. Wow. Yeah, because Ziggler put his career on the line, so it was career versus title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like really selling that skull-crushing finale. Yeah, he's dead, Jericho, uh, He's trying to help the Miz. Um, no. Okay. Jericho, just get out. Come on, just... Yeah, go in the back. So we're only down to the final two. So who do we... I'm trying to think who the final two were from memory. We've had Big well, Show. We've had Strowman. We are had 50 minutes into the actual match here, guys. 50-50 right here on the on the ball. Mm. And, uh, oh, gosh. We have about 11 minutes left of the said match. Sheamus, number 29. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. How you doing, fella? You like me hair? You don't? Fuck you. Seamus is really good, too. I've always enjoyed his work. Same. I think the flack that he got when he first came in, like he was pushed to the moon so quick, you know, friends with Triple H, and what won the title, I think, within six months of being there. Oh, he's back. Roman, Roman is back. drive-by. <clears throat> there goes the Miz. Just Michael goes straight Collins. for him. <laughs> Michael Cole has lost his voice. Out goes El Diario. This would have been fantastic. 
listen to that crowd. Mm. The what if moment, eh? Yes. Jesus, bro, just knocking him out of here. Yep. Do you get that free trial keeps popping up in the bottom corner? Yeah, of course. Uh, this came along with the um, actual downloaded <laughs> video, guys. If you haven't, guys, subscribe. Problem is, though, in Australia, we can't even use that app no more because it doesn't no. exist. Do you have Binge? You don't? All right. Have you went on Binge recently and had a look at the update? Uh, the only reason why I have Binge is because of The Last of Us. Ah, the, yeah. The TV Heard show. Heard it was good. It's been trending oh, for days now, God. guys. Yeah. An hour and 20 masterpiece. And that's crazy for a debut episode. It's almost a film in a debut episode. Next episode's 55 minutes. We're getting, mm. like, proper, proper show. Oh, my mm. God, man. Number 30. The game. Yes. Come Triple on. I'm, I remember this now. Yes. Very cool. And this would Daddy's be like, back. one of his last matches, really. Like, last big rumbles, his last rumble appearance. The real daddy. Um, the real daddy. The real daddy of WWE. <laughs> no, I was going to say the real daddy is Tony Khan. <laughs> I am your real daddy. Thanks, guys, for coming out. Yeah, thanks. Do you have memories of Vince McMahon ever coming out on a Raw and thanking everyone every time he did a Raw? Um. Where yeah, but I'm but I'm talking every raw. He doesn't do it, does he? Tony Khan he comes out every dynamite and rampage Wait. and screams his head off and thanks fans for coming to their show every single time they do a show. What the fuck? Is he trying to get himself over, is he? You don't get it on the stream, you hear it after, but he's like screams into the mic and it's like Go away. Just go back to what piss you off. Book, book piss dynamite. Off, Tony. Go book dynamite for next week. Don't go don't back home. Yeah. It's like the boy's trying to get himself over big time. Mm. It's just, it's, I like him. He's just very cringeworthy when you see him try and uh, do a promo. Well, if you do enough blow with the bucks in the back. Yeah, he definitely. doesn't do blow. We talked about this. Oh, sorry. He shoots heroin through his toes. Shut up. Oh, sorry. The bucks don't do that. No, no, they're clean boys. They, they're, they're, they're good, proper men. They're good well, they, bucks. They have to be if they're the greatest tag team of all time, Al. That's a goddamn lie. You know it. That's disgusting. What a great sell there from the pedigree. I know, you just killed him there. That fan in the crowd that just keeps doing the Triple H pose repeatedly. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, I hit a spear. Oh, yeah? Well, I just hit a, I hit a pedigree. All right, I'll grab someone now. Where's a fan? Come here, oh, man. yeah, motherfucker. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Ah, oh, so this was the uh, the main event of WrestleMania that year. It was in Texas, I believe. Yep. And that's the one where Hunter's meant to be the heel, but people are cheering him the whole time in that main event. Yep, that's right. Just the whole Roman experiment was just not working. After one full year, it still wasn't over. It bombed. Mm. And they tried and tried and, oh, nice. And the man, we've done so many of this man's matches as well too. It was Triple H. Daddy H. I reckon he's probably the, the number one on this podcast that we've covered. <clears throat> Between yes. Triple H and Mick Foley, they're probably oh. the most we've ever covered. Bro kick. Sambu slam. Oh, my God. Everyone's just throwing move maneuvers. Just noticed, um, what was it? Moxley or Jared. Ambrose's singlet's completely smashed up. Yeah, he's had that ripped up. 
Jericho, Jericho is still, still in, in it. Still in it. Hits the mm-hmm. line tamer. What's he do? Hits the drop. Oh. He's been in for at least 55 minutes, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Zigzag. Triple A. Oh, 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 Hunter. Hunter. He does do a great super kick, I would say that. This is like a, a uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, mm. Triple H. Uh, oh, good. Hello, yeah, I remember that there because you see Brace stuffs the spot up there. Yeah, I think he was meant to. He, he's meant to do it after the elimination. Now he does it here when they turn around. Yes. It's a, it is a great visual, though, when they both come together. You see Triple H and Bray Wyatt actually meet. Oh, that's so cool. And the crowd, you hear the crowd? Ooh. Mm. What's going on, boss man? That's right, you employ me. I come from the Louisiana swamp. It would be good what a program could have been between the two, like if yes. they eventually did something. Yes. Like I'm trying to hijack your company. Like even the shot there of the Mania logo would have been cool. Like potentially something happening there. I don't work for you, vi- uh, Oh. Look at that. Triple H and Jericho in the ring again. Mm. What, you think of what? Hell in the Cell, 02, WrestleMania, 18. Tons of matches over the years. Tons of matches. Even what? Jericho and DX as well. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Looks out. He's looking after his boy. Looking after his. His mentor right there. Oh, he's over. So what are we down to? The, we got one, two, pale... three, four, five. He, he is so tan, tan isn't he, Hunter? Seamus. <laughs> oh, my God. So Hunter went into the tanning booth and Seamus just stood outside. He's just like, <laughs> I'll just go out here. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, God. Seamus. So final five, would you say? Yeah, final five. It's so chaotic. It's fantastic. Mm. You don't know what's going on. You don't know who who's who. And wow, what a great maneuver! Oh my God, Jericho flying like it's 1996 in WCW. Look at this pedigree coming. Oh, I don't count up. No. And he did that to him with oh. a torn tricep, eh? He oh, did. No, quadricep. That's mm. right. Yeah, baby. Out. Thanks for coming, Jericho. Hit his code breaker, hit his finishing maneuver on the boss, and then gets eliminated. So Ambrose is the only one here that actually hasn't won the world title. Looking at this too, Seamus multi-time. Hunter was 13, I think, at this time period. And I think Roman was once, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And I believe it was this year that Roman did win the belt. Is Moxley still going, uh, doing stuff in um, the old AEW? Or is he I think I think off? he's taking some time. He did a program with Adam Page, which was a great series of matches. Okay, but I think he's probably going to take a break. He'll be back for Revolution, I think, which I think's early March. Okay. Mm. And his missus is now working for AEW now too, Renee. Yeah, she's a backstage yeah. Uh, yeah. interviewer. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. She still does her podcast and stuff like that. Cool. Mm. Oh, Seamus. Yep. Here we go. 
Listen to the crowd. I love it. Look at that. Up and over. <laughs> Daddy hates right there. Oh, look, did you see what Hunter actually mouthed? Did you yes, see what he, he said? Yeah. F you, mother effer. Yeah. The final two. So one of these guys is going to WrestleMania as the WWE World of Weight Champion. We're, We're guaranteed a new, a new champ. Yeah. We're guaranteed a new champion. This is why we rock up on most wrestling nights. And if there is a title match, you normally want to go home and see a new champion. Mm. That dude's been holding up that IC title in that crowd he this whole match. This whole match. Whole it's like his arm time. is stuck in that position, yes. isn't it? <laughs> Look at Ambrose now. He's just man here. Yeah. Just a young just a young man. Now he's just a just a man. Well if you took Ambrose today and put him next to Ambrose or Moxley in CZW, he's like triple the size of him. Like he was such skinny a skinny boy. dude in trunks. You know, cutting up in barbed wire, it looks so different now. Like he's, he's lived, like he's had a life. That's right. Um, yeah, a lot more tougher. Even when you become a dad, things change. You, your chest gets a bit broader. You start toughen up a little bit. So I haven't yet, but, um, yeah. Nah, fuck you. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> as soon as you became a dad, that's true. I, I have found that with being a, a father, uh, for the past eight years now, um, nearly, um, your, your upper body has to improve. Because mm. you have to carry. You must carry. And there's people out there that refuse to carry. And if you're going to do that, you need to just have a think. So, yeah, I hear um, It's all about it. Oh, Ambrose, come on. Fatherhood does do this to you. Good God. Good Here night. we go. Look at this. Do it. Yes, come on. <laughs> Triple H is a 14-time world heavyweight champion. And the fans love it though. They're actually cheering yeah. it. Yeah. This isn't, this is like the reverse from last year. They hated it last year, Roman winning, yes. and they're cheering the heel winning. It is like Flair back in 1992 winning the title. Mm. Yeah. And there we go. What you don't get in this stream, guys, is Vince and Stephanie come out. They get in the ring, they embrace, and they, uh, actually hold up Vince, uh, hold up Hunter's hands. And there yeah, we would eventually get. Hunter versus Roman Reigns at that year's WrestleMania, where Roman will once again uh, become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, any final comments, El, before we finish up with this episode? What good fun was that? I actually do enjoy watching uh, every now and again a Royal Rumble match, just chilling out and then just enjoying a match. It's like, oh, you know, where's this person now? Is this mm. person still with us? Is this, you know, what's this, the, their careers going on now? Um, yeah, it's just. It was a good watch, I must say. Well, guys, before we finish up this month, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself, Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications Follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash MarkingOut11. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. And I know what you're thinking. Ugh. 
Another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans beat up on WWE and AEW? Tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days. Enough! I'm just as sick of it as you are, and that's why I created The Apron Bump. The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. It's about making wrestling fun again. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, tying together over six different promotions spanning four different decades. And everything is chronologically in a timeline to really allow myself and all you listeners to live through these eras while having a good time doing it. Whether it's W, WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday, or as some may say, Bump Day. Uh huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out rogueenergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit triumphchairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code bro247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear player one coffee Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com, and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and are we at the tail end? This would have been a great episode for the month of January. Once again, we delivered the very first Monday Night Raw from 1993, the TBK vault of the 2015 Royal Rumble and this time the 2016 Royal Rumble match watch-along. Alan, any final comments before we finish up? 
Thanks again for everyone taking their time to download this show and watch us on the YouTube. Uh, yes, just another bit of a quick housekeeping uh, for me. If you are looking for some hilarity, uh, listen to the broadcast. But if you're looking for some good gaming time, uh, jump on my uh, Twitch channel. And if you, if you want to, jump onto my YouTube. I don't really live stream much on YouTube. I probably should give it a go, but Twitch is the place to be. And uh, again, if you would like to follow for a follow on the old Twitter, that's uh, Ross, uh, it's, uh, sorry, Alan Ross TBK. Sorry, Alan Ross 84 TBK. Find me there. And yeah. And I'm looking forward to what we've got planned for next month. See you guys soon. So, guys, in regards to our social medias, you can check us out on Instagram, The Broadcast Podcast, all one word. If you have a promo or a commercial or an ad that you would like to have added to our show, like the promos that were featured tonight, send us an email to broadcast2 at gmail.com. That's B-R-O-K-A-S-T, the number two at gmail.com. Share us a DM. We're always happy to have conversations and share ideas, concepts. We're always looking for fan participation and fan feedback about shows. So always open for a DM exchange on Twitter at the broadcast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. But as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment wow stop playing with your toys thomas we're trying to watch the wrestling well huh? what stop playing with what your toys i'm not playing with toys i'm not playing with toys i'm a grown man well my skylanders guys so skylanders who's that is that yours no i've already finished mine that's mine up there though no it's not mine Whose is it? What the Hello? <laughs> you didn't buy? How many did you buy? Buy what? That has to be yours. Yeah, but I finished it. Right. Well, what's it doing over there? I don't know. They're going to mess in my room, mate. This is my private quarters. What, this? Yeah, this. This is your son's room. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. you got Avengers bedding. Yeah. It's still my room out. <laughs>